I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Light. How you doing? Great to see you in the chat. Um, and those of you listening other ways, always great to connect with you as well. Um, if you want to listen by phone, you can. 347-539-5122 is the number. And if you want to get on air, you want to get a reading, ask a question, or just share something a bit about your path, Again, that number is 347-539-5122, and you just need to press 1 on your keypad uh, to get into the queue. Wow, so great to connect with everyone today. Lots of energy shifts um, that are happening, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then the second half of the program where we have our awakening guests coming on, we have guest Maisie Bristol. So you don't want to miss that. We're going to be diving in a bit about tarot and uh, how to use tarot for self-care and uh, life in general, right? How to use tarot for life in general. One of my favorite subjects, everyone knows. I've been doing tarot for about 25 years now, so I love tarot. It's, um, it's like astrology. I've been doing astrology that long as well. All the our spiritual tools or divination tools are become a practice, you know, we're, we're sharing and helping others, but we're also learning, constant, constant learning that is always taking place, um, which is amazing. When you're on the path, you're always learning and growing and keeping it fresh, right? Uh, so again, the call in number three four seven five three nine five one two two. Press one on the keypad. Um, oh, wildfire wind! I've noticed very few shows open the chat room. Oh, that's interesting. I've heard that before, but I've been—I don't know. Ours is always open. Um, yeah. So you're welcome to stay as long as you keep it five G. Five G. Five G from five G. Um, yeah, <laughs> 5G. <laughs> yeah, like that's what's happening to everyone, right? Okay, everyone. Um, also, love to have you over on my YouTube channel. Some of you have um, connected with me over there and just love it. In fact, I had some amazing um, response of my share on the, on the devil. Um, those of you that know, I'm like, major diehard metaphysician esotericist so i like to look below the surface you know when you study the whole idea of esotericism and advanced metaphysics and spiritualism 
is seeing through the signs and the symbols the messages that are coming up. And of course, tarot is one way, numerology, there's a lot of different ways, signs, seeing feathers, you know, whatever the signs and symbols are for you. And we know the lovely devil has been very misunderstood. So I um, explained it from an esoteric point of view because the devil is actually, you know, ruled by Capricorn represented by Capricorn, um, is actually the sign of the initiate in a higher, um, when we get to the higher octave. But I want to give a little shout out to Kim, Kim Keenan, who said, thank you for understanding the devil, Lucifer, etc., in the esoteric, the light bearer. Um, and she said, sorry for shouting, too many misunderstand this things due to fear. Yeah. So um, thank you, Kim. That's, I'm glad that's why I did it, because I just um, you know, the deeper study, that's why I read from the soul, the soul-centered. There's just so much information that is hidden from people, even people that are perhaps sometimes newly on the path, even sometimes a long time on the path. I mean, we can't know everything, right? Um, but there's a lot of misinformation out there that can lead you astray or, or lead you into fear, instead of that self-mastery of the lower self to connect into the higher self and the higher dimensional aspects of your being. And so we have to remember that at some place, some point, there is a space beyond duality where it's all together and everything comes from this source. You know, light and dark are one and the same. Out of the dark comes the light and from the light is the dark. From the dark is the light. And out of the dark comes the light. You know, it's like that oneness principle, right? There's one, but out from the one is the many. From the many comes the one. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, if you like this kind of stuff, we dive deep. Um, we, think, we dive deep in my tarot and numerology class. I've really been enjoying that. Um, we also do the practical, the mundane, and, you know, readings and how to connect in with people. But we also... Um, dive deep into the symbolism because once you understand the message, um, check out my video. I'd love to hear, you know, I do my weekly, um, you know, a few times a week because that's right now all the time that I have for I want to do more and I will do more videos as I have more, you know, physical space available. Um, So I do have a new pick a card that's up looking at the energies coming up. And I did do for the energies of this upcoming week, next week. And I got to tell you, we're in a very, very um, transformative, also but transmutive time. It's very interesting energies that are at play. And I know a lot of you have been feeling it because I hear it from you. Um, But anyway, yeah, check out my pick a card, but you may want to look at Don't Fear the Devil. It's in my tarot talk. And I kind of did it because a lot of people kept asking me, please explain this. And it kept, it was coming up in my Patreon and some of my other courses. And I thought, well, I'm going to give a real esoteric point of view and also to just really uplift Capricorn because Capricorn gets such a bad rap because the devil rules Capricorn. You know, the the symbol for in the tarot um, for the devil is Capricorn, the astrological uh, uh, correspondent. And of course, Capricorn even gets a bad rap, but it's actually, like I said, it's a sign of the initiate. And every sign, every astrological sign, every tarot card has a lower and higher harmonic 
or octave of expression. And in Capricorn, because the devil is actually the light bearer, like the hermit holds the light in the, in the, in the lamp, but at the devil, the light is rec- in the higher octave is recognized what is within. Now, come on, guys. Look at how deep that is. When you understand that this material plane is not just about security and safety and just taking and, ach- and a- achievement at all costs, when you realize that you hold the light within you, the light is within you, and you manifest from that place, that's the true empowerment, right? But the problem is a lot of people are connected to the lower octave and, and kind of stay there. But the higher octave of manifestation, which is the devil, which is because it's, it's I mean, the Thoth deck talks about this, right? You've got the, those gonads. It's, it's pure, undifferentiated um, creative energy. And how are you going to use that as you start? differentiating it as you start getting into the masculine and feminine principle of creativity which manifested form comes from it so yeah pretty amazing we are and we've all been left these wonderful trails of um, insight and information right yeah welcome everyone in the chat good to see you good to see you good to see you so, yeah, um, oh, also want to let everyone know I am on the app MentorCam. Some of you have connected with me there. You know, if you need a question or some mentoring, you're going through something. I've had all kinds of questions on there from transition and change, going through loss, career decisions, getting, you know, um, even some, from some people that are um, light workers are newly embarking on the path and that have, you know, had some issues come up that they want to know how to deal with it. I've had intuitive questions, psychic sessions, uh, questions, uh, psychological questions, hypnotherapy questions. So it's really open. I mean, you could just even go to my website and look at, you know, the areas of expertise, or many of you know by, you know, what I've been sharing on this program and in workshops, et cetera. So just know that that's open for you because I know sometimes people don't want to get a whole session. Maybe there's your budgeting. Maybe there's a cost issue. Or maybe you just need a little insight. Maybe you just need a you know a question or two answered or some guidance about something that you're doing or you come up, you know, you can get in really quickly. You can email me the questions. You can video it. I video the answers back. Um, and I usually do it once a week on Saturdays when I'm doing either my workshops or Patreon. So I'm already in that video mode. So, um, yeah, mentor cam the app if you want to do that, and if you want to do any other work with me or connect with me further, of course, you can go to soulplayground.live. And just a little reminder for all things awakening, that's PR agents, everybody that's emails, um, that's awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. I just found out, shout out to Sadie, thank you so much, amazing producer. We get about 150 to 200 emails requests a, a day for guests. And as you know, some of these guests, they've been on regular radio, TV, best New York Times best-selling books. So, um, yeah, so shout out to everyone coming on. We do get great guests, and I do appreciate you. I appreciate the publishing companies and the publishers and the PR people. 
Um, but also, you listeners, please, this is your show, your program. It's our community. If you have a guest suggestion or a topic suggestion, please email us at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, something you want to see more of, less of, anything you want to share or ask. That's awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And also let us know how you listen to Awakenings. Love for that as well. So I think I'm going to get to callers um, right now. Again, 347-539-5122, and I'll weave in a little bit of what I received from the guides. Um, basically, it's kind of a heads up that a lot of you are starting to see 101010 um, again, which means big changes are coming, lifestyle changes. And I just um, – just the last few private sessions I've been getting, I've been seeing people – doing huge moves. I mean, like somebody that might have lived in a New York high-rise is now moving to the farm. Someone that lived on the farm is moving to the high-rise. Someone lived in the mountains is moving to, you know, the beach, Costa Rica or Bali or something. Or So I do see another mass exodus of people perhaps more after the summer, probably fall, winter, into about spring, summer next year, like a lot of people just uprooting, leaving, moving, um, living more, you know, remotely, kind of nomadically, that's going to be, you know, or, or house sitting or moving house to house. So there is a lot of transition coming up for many people. Some of it's going to be in the job. Some of it's going to be relationship. Some of it's going to be all, all of the above. And, I would say right now, just follow your intuition, be mindful of your dreams and the signs you're receiving because your higher self, as well as if you work with your spirit guides or spirit team, the spirit realm is really trying to help you, help assist everyone in this next level. This is going to occur for a few years. And I don't mean, I know everybody moves here and there, but this is like big moves and lifestyle changes. And it's a lot of people. It's thousands of people, not, not hundreds here and there moving in and out of a city or a town or, you know, a state. Um, it will be seen in, in huge, huge numbers. And that is because people are being placed to where they need to be the next 7 to 12, maybe about 15 years. We're looking about into um, 2025 big changes. Uh, 2030 to 2035 and 2050. So there is a lot that is going to be happening and you want to be around those that you feel the resonance with. And that can be in person and or also online. Make sure you're connecting in small groups. Make sure you have those that you can just text, pick up the phone or video or walk across the street or meet or whatever that you can connect with and share what you're going through or get input or upliftment or just that is that is there for you. Um, yeah, and these would be people beyond the monetary. It would be that you also that you feel, you know, safe with. Okay. Safety is a big gonna be a big thing. Feeling safe, feeling secure while the individual worlds of people and the collective's world greatly changes. It's been changing. There is a lot of change. 
fortunately or unfortunately, some of it's fortunate, some of it's unfortunate. I mean, at the end of the day, it'll be all, it'll be evened out, but there's a lot that's being put in motion due to fear and people not really being able to check in with themselves and know what's right for them. Um, So there is some stuff that's being put into place that will cause, uh, let's say, a little more of a rude awakening. We're going to be, you know, we're in that phase still. Um, But there is a lot great coming together. There's a lot of connecting. There's a lot of people that are awakening to more of the truth of who they are and wanting to live more authentically and wanting to tap into their creative potential more and share more of their gifts. That's what this is about on a soul level. What are your gifts? your talents, your abilities, your gifts. It's not always something you make. It's how you show up in the world and how you connect with those that are around you. So a lot of people are going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of different, you know, career creations. Let's just put it that way. New careers being um, created and ways of expressing information. You know, one of the mentor cam, I'll give you questions, was about social media. And I definitely see social media still going strong and thriving, but differently. You're going to see a lot of smaller platforms coming out, more boutique, more um, niche. And my guys have been saying that for the last 10 or 15 years, especially around 2011, that it's not going to be like the big whale, you know, like hundreds of thousands of millions of subscribers. People are going to want what is what's more manageable, what's more gives a sense of a real community. So that's an opening for a lot of you. You know, if you have an idea or you want to start something, don't think you have to compete with someone that's been in the business a long time or has a lot of subscribers or a lot of followers or, or, or a huge marketing machine behind them or is doing regular TV or something. You know what I'm saying? The niche, the small niche market, the small individualized, specialized is, is going to be more the draw, and you're going to see more of those larger companies wanting to brand or mate or connect with those companies. Um, so really, it is a time for you to shine as a soul being with your individual creations and, and your uniqueness. So there's a lot of openings um, that are coming up, and you've got to remember you are being guided, not by something outside you, but that which is within you that is infinite that innate intelligence of the all that is. So there's a lot going on as far as guidance rise right now and synchronicity if you can align to it, which means you've got to slow down just a little bit and kind of look around and feel and in tune what it is that you need or want to do. In tune. Attune, but in tune. Get in tune with what it is. It's not going to jump out at you. It's not going to be loud and shiny. It's going to be kind of quiet and calm. And you might even think, well, why am I deciding this? Or why am I going in this direction? Or I thought I was going to do this. No, you're getting in tune. You're getting attuning, especially a lot of you that are seeing 111 or 1111. That's like an energetic chiropractic adjustment. You're being attuned and aligned to be able to tune in to understand, well, how do I attune to this? How do I get in tune with my vibrational frequency? So now is also a good time to also listen to, you know, uh, certain songs, sounds. What do the sounds bring up to you? 
like I'm hearing a small plane in the distance, a little plane, and that reminds me of movement, individual movement, as opposed to a larger jumbo plane, you know, that's taking hundreds of people. Um, yeah, so that's kind of confirming something, that individual. And so you may even see, see, feel like you have to fly solo for a little bit, but those part of your soul team, your soul tribe, soul community, you know, you will connect with at some point. They will be drawn to you or you drawn to them or vice versa. So it's going to be a lot of activation throughout the summer months here and there. Pay attention to those that are drawn into your circle, your circle of light. All right, callers, 347-539-5122 is the number. Please press 1 on your keypad to get in the queue. Hi, welcome. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. To whom am I speaking with? My name is Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Hi. Hi. So um, uh, I just want to say before I say my question um, that I've been seeing 1010 a lot as well. So <gasps> oh, see? Okay. And yeah. when you said it, I was just like, wow. She's like the oh, fact that you okay. can do that. But, yeah. Um, Get ready. Your, I was, your world is about to be rocked in a good way. 1010, it's a double... You know, we're in the we were in that 2020, which was a look what happened last year, a double turning point. And so individually, that 1010 yeah. is like major, major. It's lifestyle change. It's not just little change. It's like like what I said earlier. You know, like if you if you're used to living in a little country town, you're gonna find yourself you know in a high rise in London. Like, whoa, I like this. Yeah, it's a deep yeah. soul call. Wow, congratulations, Keisha. All right. Yeah, thank you. you yeah, so I've noticed that I've been attracting like just really good like like my, the the energy that I'm putting out now, the people that have been coming into my life have been like absolutely amazing. Um so I just kind of want to know like do you see anything for love for me? Um I've been like attracting coming, like really good friends. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's coming and part of this is we in the Far East um, tradition, we call it ojas, that are mm-hmm. connecting into these resonant fields of light, even beyond the aura. You start connecting into the subtle energy of who you are, so you're not just operating from the denser physical you, which is the little ego, ego the avatar you, the tiny, you know. Um, so, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, because I do feel part of that change is an amazing, the word I heard was stellar stellar relationship and I see stars so I'm getting that there's something that you're going to shine more with that you're doing or get some kind of prominence get more well known in your circle Mm -hmm. and with what you're doing and then I feel that relationship comes in okay so you're starting to be pulled out of the old you're starting to be pulled out of the old that's why you're getting um tasty delights that you know it's like it's very interesting like after you you've done a lot if people when you do a lot of work on yourself inner work and you start to vibrationally shift you transmute then the form transforms out of the transmutation comes transformation so you're starting to go into that Keisha your energy is, is changing more and more and that's starting to change the forms that show up for you 
which is people and situations. So, yeah, you're on the right track to draw in that, you know, I feel like the next relationship is going to be very long-term, maybe like, you know, and definitely very highly connected and creative. So probably okay. we'll have some somebody... suggestions. I don't ahead, feel them around you yet. Yeah. Okay. 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 There might be a couple little ones that come that. in or something, but yeah, but I feel like um, you're a little more settled. I don't know what that means when you meet this person. You're a little more settled in something you're doing. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. Okay. Very it cool. Does. It does. Keep us yeah, posted. Yeah, I heard you say something like about there will be little ones. Yes. What about it? So what did you mean by that, like, little relationships until that person comes in? Yeah, yeah, there'll be little, there's some, it could be, like, a friend or someone that you kind of hang out with and you, you you might think they're a maybe, but then somehow you get busy, you know, it's like, or you connect, you meet for coffee or tea, and it's more of a friend thing, or there could be someone you start dating, but then it's like, it doesn't end badly, it just kind of fizzles or you move or they move because I do feel a move around you also see so I'm not sure that this person is I feel like they're in the new circle is what I'm hearing okay okay that's awesome okay I love it all right yeah take care thank you mm-hmm. hi welcome to awakenings you're on air hi my name is hi, Suzanne how are you Hi, Suzanne. Doing great. What's your Good. question for me? Yeah. Um, I'm on probably a new transformational path, and I've been told mm. to listen to my dreams, to um, get messages there, and I'm not yeah. remembering my dreams. And I set my intention every day that I'm going to remember my dreams, and I'm not. Okay. So here's a little little trick is um, okay. before you go to bed, drink water or tea. And okay. also you need to write it down. I'll, I will remember my dreams. Now, you may not remember the whole dream and you don't need to. You just re- need to remember the dominant feeling and or emotion in the dream and the theme. Because it sounds like okay. I feel like you're also having a lot of processing dreams. So sometimes we have a lot of processing dreams of what we're going through or dreams of what okay. we did or watched on TV or what's going on. Um, and then the messages come through. So stick with it. Um, it'll okay. it'll come through. It's gonna just it's just gonna take a while for your body mind system to align to. Oh, we need to wake up and remember this. Or or and you and you may have just remembered upon awakening. It may not be two, three, four a.m. It might be you wake up and you're like, oh, I think I dreamt of a mountain lion and a bird. And a feather floating in the air. Okay, that's interesting. So you would jot that down. That's part of the intention. You okay. would jot that down. And then how did I feel in the dream? What were the feelings in there? Or what was the emotion okay. that was there? Okay. Okay. And that'll okay. start you. And let us know how it okay. transpires for you. Okay. Do you see any okay. um, t- anything about, like, what I will be doing with this path? With this what? path that I'm on, like the, uh, like new hobbies, jobs, anything like that with it? No, I think you're being guided to learn to trust your inner world so that that connection can be made so that some of the things you want to have happen 
I feel okay. for you the next stage is what you want to have happen, what you desire. You're going to be connecting more with the desire body, which is, you know, the astral, but you want to get to the higher astral or higher desire body um, to get what is what is my my soul really want? What do I really want? The real me, the authentic Susan. What uh-huh. do I want to do? And as you get okay. that bridge, then you're going to feel this connectedness, this energetic connectedness to this part. And that's why it's important that you cut, open up to your dreams because that's going to open you up more to that part of you. Yeah, this next step or level, okay. this next phase for you is more about what you want and how, okay. and how do you, yeah, manifest that. How do you draw that in? Okay. All, All right, right, Susan. Take good Thank care. you so much. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Good day, Michelle. This is Debbie calling from Pacific Northwest. And I want to say thank you so much for your YouTube channel. I love the pick a card. I love it when you smell that little little piece of wood. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Aren't those so cool? They have... um, messages on there like blessing yes. love yes. i love them yeah i found them at a cute little yes. boutique in um topanga topanga can oh. canyon yeah yeah i know i'm like oh i can uh, make these i just need a little wood burner which i had as a kid <laughs> i used to do wood carving so maybe i should go back to it <laughs> Well, there you go. And also, um, uh, last year you gave me a little assignment that was tremendously helpful. Uh, you had called oh, it cool. creating to create an opening, and you said write down um, uh, what the geographic looks like, what people are doing there, what I would be doing there, and it all it all happened. And so now oh. I'm. The perfect. Now I'm the. Now oh, I'm the one of. Susan's listening to you, Susan. I hope you're still on the line or listening because this rep- this goes to you. What Debbie's doing would be perfect for you. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie, for sharing. Yes, and I'm about to do it again. Is what I'm saying. I don't know what spirit's doing with me doing the constant move and the one the the one 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 and the one zero one zero and the four 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 and. All of one, two, three, four, you know, all these numbers everywhere I go it, all the time. And um, so. Well, let me tap into a couple to get clarify for you. Now, that one, two, three, when you see sequences like that, it literally means one, two, three, A, B, C. It literally means you can, you're in a phase of things are sequential. You can only, you yes. need to do A, B, C, one, two, three. You need to follow that, you know. But you've got a lot okay. of beginning stuff and a lot of activation numbers. And, of course, 444 four, four is always about you're protected, you're guided, you're taken care of, trust, you're on the right path, things are unfolding as need be. Um, yeah, so what's your question? You've got, a lot of, you've got a lot of support on the spirit realm, it sounds like. Yes, uh- yeah, but then for like a month, I, you know, I mean, I feel like right now, I mean, I'm down to the wire with a move, but uh, it hasn't presented itself of of the where, and that's like really different for me. And um, you know, doing doing my prayer, my meditation, my declaration, my send me God. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm all packed. Well, sometimes what happens, again, that something's not a vibrational match yet. 
so usually in that case, I would say you need to either watch on TV, movies, whatever you want to call it nowadays, Netflix, Amazon, whatever, places that you that are where you want to be or go and or go there in the area that what is ever closest that you can get to that you want to be. Okay. I remember like before I moved here and now I'm wanting something else, but I really was craving artists and, and I was in a very mm-hmm. small town and there really wasn't people that, you know, I was doing like big conferences and, you know, workshops and, and I was, had come from that space and I wanted that inspiration again, even right. though where I lived was just beautiful. And, but I, what I would do is I would go to the local art galleries, you know, and I did, I think, an art class or something, and I would connect just vibrationally with that energy, even though it wasn't okay. the octave that I wanted. And then, the, and then I started having a succession of dreams of this place I was going to go move near the beach. I was, I was sailing. I was in these great parties and DJs and dancing and artists mm-hmm. and spiritual, you know, spiritually focused people. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't want to wake up. I was having, I was other dimensionally having these great dreams. And then two months later, the place that I moved ha- had all that. And I actually saw some of the places that I saw in my dreams. Got so it. I feel for oh. you, rather than being in your head about it, you actually need to get out and extend your energy out and about. Okay. okay. Walk around, whatever it is. You know, um, you yeah, that's the piece of the of the manifesting. A lot of people don't get, and people that do business get it because they'll go, oh, well, you, you know, wherever you wherever you want to go, or what do you want to do in life? You need to be around those people. You know, what's that birds of a feather, such and such. So you need to find exactly. as close a vibrational ma- match as you possibly can right now. Okay, okay, we'll do. Okay, <laughs> all right, all okay. right. Thank you so much. Next level, next step. You're welcome. Love you too. Big hug. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, let's see. Ooh, now who is this? Is this? Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Welcome to the program. Um, my question is, can you tune into my energy field and see which um, which aura layer um, that I need to focus on so I can maybe clear some blockages? The first thing that comes up around you, I get the yellow for the mental, so it could be beliefs, clearing some um, beliefs. So even working with, um, and then there's also the green, the green ray, um, what helps you, and you've probably seen, felt this before, it clear, green ray brings in a balance and healing. So you may want to do things that make you feel healthier, make you feel more fit or alive. That could be being in nature. That could be like deep leaf, leafy green vegetables, um, eating more salad, whatever. You know, whatever makes you kind of feel like alive and, and a part of nature, like, okay, I'm you know, taking care of myself, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then the yellow, there's like, um, so that is the, the, the mental realm, the mental body. Um, you could think a lot. Are you a big thinker? Think, think, think. Yes, think. I am. Yes, I am an yeah. overthinker. <laughs> You're an overthinker. That's why the yellow is highly activated right now. <laughs> okay. So Jasmine, 
um, here's the thing. You've got to harness that mind because the thing is our, it's like people like freak out. They're like, oh, if I think this, this is going to happen. No, but over time, it's like if I, you know, we've all seen that. You have a throw rug or something in the house or even a regular rug. You see like, I don't know, an airport or in a place where there's a lot of foot traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, a few times here and there, but after years, there's a groove that's put in where people have walked, right? So our mind right. is the same thing, fleeting thoughts here and there, getting angry, getting fearful, upset, fleeting here and there. That's natural. That's human. That does not stop us. But when we have mm-hmm. the same thing repetitive over and 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 there's a groove, that can't. So you may want to try mantra meditation, you know, so chanting, having work with, I kept hearing sound and see sound corresponds um, to the, well, all auras, we feel it, but it, it, it taps us into that mental, it can tap us into that mental realm and change not only how we feel, but how we think, right? We could be thinking something differently. Like we, we hear something and then we right away start thinking about it. You know, you get triggered, you hear something you know, whether it's a positive trigger or negative trigger. So I would say working with singing, singing, humming, listening to upbeat music or music that's positive, even if it's in the background, doesn't matter. Um, chanting, I love so hum, hum so. I also love Om Namah Shivaya. I, I mean, I love chanting. I love mantra meditation. But you can even look it up and just get into that. And when you start overthinking, then you say the mantra. You know, okay. so you train your mind to focus on the all that is, on source. You train the mind to focus on God. That's basically what mantra meditation is. And so okay. you don't get caught in those loops. And then what's going to happen, because already in this conversation, there's a little bit of clear coming in. There's a little bit of white coming in to okay. dissolve that, that the, the yellow that I'm seeing uh, etherically around you. And so that white will bring, like, a diffuse like a like a, a cloud you know but a puffy puffy cloud to clear okay to clear the mind okay all right my thank love you. thank You're you so, so much bye bye mantra meditation is amazing all right, anybody have a question, a comment, or want to share something? That number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Um, it's best if you're in the chat and you call in is the best thing, or if you type in caps and I can see it. I won't think you're shouting at me. All right, hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Ciao, ciao, Miss Alex. Zoe, how are you? Hey, Zoe. Doing well. In the flow. In the flow. And I am feeling that. Uh, definitely in a flow. So many things happening. So, so many beautiful numbers as some of the callers were speaking about. Um, I finally moved into a new place. Dream state is amazing. There's birds every morning. It's so completely nice. different vibration. I'm definitely the more connected with, yeah, I'm definitely more connected with nature. And um, I've been full on in 3D realm. I've been a little stepped away from 
my more spiritual work, my tarot and stuff like this. But what we're mm-hmm. doing is is work on working on really conscious events and bringing community together. And I guess what my question would be is, am I too full on in 3D or is everything really just in alignment with how it's supposed to be? Because I, I feel something coming in other than this event that is coming, but every time mm-hmm. I want to like sit down and, and tune in more spiritually, I'm just really like there's so much happening in the 3D. I've, I've basically been yeah. put in a position of um, conscious creator of event organization at these beautiful locations, which is just highlighting nature at its best while contributing back to community, like creating conscious events just like we were doing in California, but out here and bringing in a more, yeah, nice. more artistic aspect. So it's nice, but is this what I'm like, I don't know, is it, am I too 3D right now or is it just so much that I'm feeling? No, remember 3D is uh-huh. never, it's really about, you know, they say in the heaven on earth. So it's really about 3D just being the earth, which is really 4D because you have the, the, the ethers, not just the air, but this ethers, right? So you have the physical right. form, which 3D means, and then you have the energy that's around it. Um, that we. So know and remember everything is consciousness. So whatever you bring, you are in alignment. Just see if you can get little tune-in meditations. Maybe start your day with a meditation and then just go. Because, you know, I would say spirit doesn't waste us. God doesn't waste us. So we we work on ourselves, we grow, we transmute, we transform. And then a lot of times we're put in a very 3D situation, a corporation or building something or working with people or starting up a business. That consciousness doesn't go away. You just want to make sure you maintain it by whatever your spiritual tools are, spiritual practice and connecting in with your soul. But no, it has to be – because the new, the new emerging consciousness that's coming through many of us now and has been for a while has to be put in new forms, and form is 3D. So books, MP3s, CDs, tables, uh, corporations, institutions, uh, drawings, paintings, we need that new emerging consciousness infused in, in the new forms, in, the, in institutions and in schools and education. So we need teachers to show up that teach school. And people say, well, that's not very spiritual. It's like, well, no, their consciousness is, you know, imbibing those students and what they choose to talk about, what they choose to read, what books they choose, or, or the slant they put on things. So, yeah, there's a real call. That's why I keep saying, and I know it sounds like I'm harping on people, but, you know, for my guides and source that I've received the message, especially from the oversouls and the spiritual hierarchy, have said we really need the people that are more awake and aware, and I mean really awake and aware, not the not the woke and not the you know integrated people that got know they got a shadow and a light and they're you know have flaws but are really doing the inner work. We need them to speak. We need them to talk. We need them to do their art, do their music. We need them to be out there in the mainstream consciousness or what's called race consciousness. We need them to mix and mingle. We need their books, their CDs. We need their projects. We need their classes. So, yeah, you're answering that soul call, definitely, you know, by showing up. 
right by 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 creating this this standard and kind of showing these other people coming into this project like how a different more conscious way of how things can kind of happen and be done i mean down to yeah you don't drink even for need, serving or working mean, with rain rainwater everything that we're doing in that right they will i mean some of my most amazing miracles or healings that i was doing was when i was modeling and acting and people would all just right away notice something was different about me, and they'd start talking, you know, or the, or I would be meditating. They'd think, oh, I'm sleep. Oh, you're taking a nap, and then I'd, I'd come and I'd say, no, I've been meditating. Oh, you meditate. Oh, and then they'd want to talk about meditation, or you know, I would, you know, back in the day with books, and you know, we didn't really do the e-books, but um, at some point we did. And what what are you? What's on your? You know, what's on your reader? What's on your Kindle? Um, and people would talk about it. Or they'd find out I was psychic. Or I'd bring my tarot cards on the set. So the next step for many people is to realize that the spiritual is in the material. And the material comes from the spiritual. It's all one. That's when as we're ascending. And so wherever you're showing up, you know that it's not just about what you're doing on a surface level. You're beaming stuff. You're this transponder. You're transmitting. You're absorbing signals from source and from, through your higher self and transmitting. And just being in your soul's play. We're here to play, to create, and express, and experience, to love. And so now you're doing that from this higher frequency energy, you know. And people will know. Yeah. And then you'll also attract the people that are right for you, right? Yeah, I was curious because so I, I have it's... so many other projects going on. Why Why am I needing to be in the middle of helping them create this other thing like? being like a curator of it. Zoe, it sounds like you love it. I mean, your your vibe is like, it's like your energy is up. And that's one way that we know. When our heart feels like warm and tingly and we feel up, that always communicates we're on the right path. You know, not out of emotionalism, but out of inspiration. So you go, girl, you follow that inspired action. I love it. I love it. You've been inspired, and now you're doing inspired action. I think that's so cool, so amazing. I am. I am super. I'm. I'm feeling super up and super vibey. Um, I. I just. I've had like a few little dead animals that have shown Mm. up in my space, and this isn't a bad. Almond from everything I can understand, correct? It's not like you're no, on the no. wrong path or you're killing something. It's like a rebirthing type of a sign, yeah? Yeah, yeah, rebirth, yeah. And also, always okay. look at the animal medicine, what it communicates to you personally, and then what is the general meaning. Because, again, dead or alive, it's still, it's still alive. You know what I mean? It's still a symbol, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. If, one was if a I wrote a happy, one was a bat. Oh, rebirth! Definitely rebirth. Yeah, yeah right. I ha- nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the okay. bat is like huge rebirth. I mean, it's not even the death yeah. is there. It's like the rebirth is coming. You know. Yeah. Pay attention Great. to the so cycle. Just keep with that. Just keep um, following that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so keep us posted as to how it unfolds, too. Awesome. Thank you so much, as always. Big hugs. Big love. Big hugs. Ciao. Big love. Bye. Ciao, ciao.
We have time for one more caller, and then we do our awakening dialogue. Hello, you're on air. Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Oh, hi. Um, I was just wondering if you could give me a quick reading. I feel a little out of alignment, and I'm not really sure what it is. I'm just feeling it in my body, but I'm not sure if I'm out of uh, just what I'm supposed to be doing on my path. Something feels very off. Yeah, you're oh, okay. Now that that's something, and I sort of touched on the beginning of the show. Um, yeah, your creativity, Taurus, taking time. Um, I feel like you're getting in a new alignment or realigned. Okay, and there are right now a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening with the body, and there will continue to even just simplistically if we look at just only Uranus and Taurus astrologically. Okay. Aries. It's, there's a lot about the body, and part of it is to handle the higher frequency energies. There is a lot okay. of change happening with the body, right? Think about it. We've had the body, the same body since the turn of the century, doing about the same. So now there's these quantum leaps. They're subtle, though, understanding the gut, the heart, the brain, and how they all interface, right? Um, yeah. So you might want to do some stuff. I, I don't. I, I get maybe digestion. There might be certain foods or certain things you can't do right now, certain foods or beverages that you can't drink or eat right now that are yeah. kind of pulling you off. And I'm trying to find some... that balance. I, I, I was wondering if I it know. was something with diet. I feel it in my lower body, like my hips and hips. bones. I... Well, that's why I was just about to say yin yoga, doing some light stretches, doing some things, mobility for the joints, moving the joints around. Um, oh, okay. Sitting or standing and like, yeah, concaving your body in, like you're gonna like bend at the bend at the waist and let the head drop okay. and then open. Yeah. So some slight movement. So re- where you're at right now is what you've been going through mentally, emotionally needs to work through the body gently. Oh, Get out and walk. Okay, that and makes look, sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you're also right about the diet. So with some of it's stretching, yoga, whatever you want to call it, and, you know, mobility with the joints, stretching, but also the, the uh, t- tune in with what you're eating because your body is showing it's certain things it's not into right now. And that will help okay. you. Interesting. All right. Yeah, there's been a lot, of, um, a lot of upheaval, a lot of emotional stuff over the last year, and it's really... Uh, it's been yeah, it's a little through your body the now. couple months. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And what's your first name? What's your first name? Natasha. Okay, Natasha. Great to connect with you. And just uh, let us know. You can call next week or a couple weeks and let us know um, how you're doing with that. But I'm, I'm just getting, yeah, the mental emotional is moving through the, the physical now. It's moving through the body to move on out. You're moving that energy. Okay. I hope it goes out. Okay, thank you. Well, it is. It's trying to. You got to just give it a little bit of help. A little bit of help. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll do my best. Thank uh, you. Oh, you're so welcome. Take good care. All right, Radiant Lights. It's time for the second half of our program. Um, some of you around for the intro at the beginning. I touched upon our next guest. We have with us Maisie Bristol. 
who's a very sought-after tarot teacher and astrologer that guides individuals towards clarity and self-development. Maisie specializes in offering one-on-one readings that provide um, the person she's reading for the healing tools they need for deeper understanding of their mental health, relationships, and life choices. Uh, Maisie's work helps people dial into their inner wisdom for self-development and reflection, and also when they're going through transformative changes. Um, If you want to tap into her while we're having our Awakening Dialogue, our conversation here, you can go to tarotbymaisy.com. That's tarotbymaisy.com. Hey, Maisie, welcome to the program. Great to have you here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Yes, so welcome, welcome. (laughs) So um, what I get to know, thank you, Tammy, for putting it in the chat, um, the link. Appreciate it. Yeah, a lot of our uh, listeners like to sometimes, let me see who they're talking about. Let me go to the website. Let me see what's going on. So Totally, face to a name. (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. So, Maisie, I always like to know, like, people's, you know, we have many awakenings, but their first awakening, and then what awakened them to their path now, like, basically, as a tarot reader, what you're doing now, an astrologer, but also, there must have been something before this, mm-hmm. wasn't there? Before my path as a tarot reader, um, yeah. an astrologer, Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I had two awakenings <laughs> um, okay, throughout yeah. my journey, and um, the second one was when I really like embraced this life and who I was and whatever. Um, the first awakening I think happened almost by accident, where I I knew mm. I had the cards and everything, and I knew how to read them, but I you know opened the business, and at first I was just opening it to make a little extra cash to go see my boyfriend. Like I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think right. at all um, that it would turn into what it was. So I think just the just doing something different, it was a very creative move um, because I didn't want to – I was in England at the time, and I didn't want to get a work visa because that would imply that I would have a job in England and I would have to stay there, which, and the point was to travel and get away from England. So I was like, mm-hmm. what can I do to uh, – to do that. Um, so it was a very creative um, experience and it was something that was super scary to me uh, to read for strangers. Um, but, you know, that was the awakening. Like I did something completely um, terrifying <laughs> for me personally. Yeah, and that I think is the start of a lot of awakenings, like doing something that scares you or um, pursuing a dream like limitlessly. So that was probably it. Love that. Yeah. Now, what I got to ask you, because I lived in England and studied there for a while. What part were you in? Oh, my gosh. That's, that's funny. I um, I was there for, for school, actually. I was getting my master's degree, and I was in uh, Durham. So I went to Durham University. Oh, okay. I went to uh, London University for a short period of time. Nice. I went there to retrain. <laughs> Yeah, I took two, three, I don't know, two, three years off and then uh, retrained and studied there. And um, very cool. Love it, love it, love love these kind of synchronicities. (laughs) Yeah. So now, um, so that second, so the first time you kind of, did you always have, I guess, an inclination towards metaphysics or, because I know I read in your bio, you said like you just, 
kind of st- stumbled upon the Rider Waite, and um, which I think many of us that kind of happened. My mine was a, a friend of mine had tarot, and I was like, "What is that?" You know, let me play around, you know, with that, and then that was it. I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, she showed me. Um, so I think a lot of people kind of stumbled. But yours was actually lying around the house or something. What what was that about? Yeah, I don't know. My parents, I guess, had a tarot deck, and I found it amidst a bunch of other playing cards, you know, game cards kind of thing. And I was like, what is this? And I was about (laughs) maybe 13 or 15. And I just was Uh super interested in it for some reason. It, like, drew me in. And I loved the – I had the little little guidebook, you know, the the one that folds up really small and has, like, three or four keywords per per, um, per card. So I was going off nothing, really. Right, by the way. Some, some yeah, and keyboards so are like, oh, I don't want that card, right? <laughs> well, you look back, I look look back at that deck that I had, and I, it's so funny to read the descriptions because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, and that card like seems so scary from what they say, but yeah. um, but it's pretty funny. I like, I just got, I was just interested, and I started. My mom like pulled a couple cards for me, and I was like, wow, that's kind of fun. And um, I started pulling cards for myself or my sister or my high school boyfriend at the time, you know. And, um, yeah, it just – it stuck with me. But then I didn't really get into it, into it until I learned that um, it's actually a real thing. And I think that that only happened right. once I had an experience with a ghost in my house. And that experience Ooh. really opened up my eyes to, like, energy and things we can't see and, you know – this whole other life, mm-hmm. and I think that's how I turned to tarot cards because I was like, oh, well, if I, you know, if ghosts are real and energy is real, then tarot cards must be real because they're feeding off energy, you know. Um, right. So, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Now, were you able to talk to your mom about your mom and dad or mom or dad about the um, the ghost? Did they Were they aware of that? It's funny. Um, it, it, it happened. The only reason we found out is because um, – I actually had an experience with a a friend group of mine. Like my friends all went over to one of my other friends' houses, and there was a Ouija board present, and they were talking about it all the next day at school. And I was like, "Damn! Like I, I'm so sad I missed it. I was playing volleyball at the time, so I was at practice, and I couldn't do anything because of volleyball, you know. So I went to Target and I bought a Ouija board. I would never recommend this to anyone. Don't don't use Ouija boards. But I was young and naive, so <laughs> I, think I bought all a done Ouija that board. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then I brought it home and I was like, Megan, that's my sister. We're going to do this tonight mm-hmm. and we're not going to do it in my room. We're going to do it in your room because she's the little sister. And <laughs> so we went to her room and we started working with it. And after the whole like, I'm not pushing it, you're pushing it kind of thing. Um, we connected with this ghost. His name was Gordon Rosberg. He was 42. He died of a heart attack on the porch of this house. He had two daughters and was married and hates his wife. We had this, like, whole dialogue with this Gordon ghost and um, told my mom the next morning, like, what we did last night. And her face just went white because that we had bought this house from the wife of Gordon. And all of that was true, that he had a heart attack and he was 42 and he died on the porch, you know, and by the pool, like, whatever. So, um so yeah, it was very, it was it was weird for her. I she, love it. she had never told us about this, and we honestly 
us to God, had no idea. Like she was keeping it from us so that we weren't scared that we were living in a house where someone had died. <laughs> but lo and behold, we found out anyway. And uh, yeah, and so then we ha- started having conversations with her about ghosts and then a bunch of interesting things happened, you know, where lights would flicker on and off and radio would turn on, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, and then my mom started believing in ghosts. <laughs> so so now I talk to her about tarot and, and all that stuff, astrologies, like, it's, I mean, it is real, but I think she at least considers it more real now that we've had that experience together. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, it's funny how sometimes the parents have an interest and then you take it on. I had kind of similar with my, my mom. I found all these books that she had, and I'm like, you know, we talked about it later, later on um, when she got really ill and she really opened up about the silver thread and silver cord and the other dimensions. And um, mm-hmm. But that's cool that you have that piece with your mom. And I think sometimes, I don't know, it's like sometimes parents or family members, you know, it's around, it has to be in the resident field for you to pick it up. You know, somebody has to also have mm-hmm. that interest. And and it sounds right. like in your it situation, show up. <laughs> Right? It sounds like really meant to be. And then you, you have a further confirmation of your abilities by tapping into this entity or ghost, this, this embodied being. And and then you mm-hmm. get the confirmation of his, that he'd actually lived there. Um, what did you think when that happened? What were your thoughts and feelings when that happened? <laughs> My first thought was, so cool. Like, let's keep doing it, you know? <laughs> at all but also I mean if this spirit that we are connecting to was evil or like had some malice we would have felt it you know like you could just feel that he was a friendly spirit so I wasn't scared at all partially because of him and partially because I just found this stuff so cool to begin with (laughs) so yeah we kept we kept going with it and that's like that's when all the stuff started happening because we were like feeding the energy you know we just kept using the Ouija board so Anyway, that that's what happened. Very cool. So then from there, how did tarot become, start becoming more important to you as well as astrology? How did you start moving more? Um, was it more and more interest and you just started, you know, using them as tools more? Um, or was it, or did something happen? What What was the turning point for you? Nothing really happened. I mean, I knew that I was really invested in it. Like, I I wanted to continue learning. Um, I always was interested in astrology, but that came a little later. Um, I just would read a lot of books and work with the cards a lot. And my mom used me for, when I was in high school, like, used me for uh, her hen parties, you know, (laughs) like, where I was the the guest of honor doing readings for all of her (laughs) friends. And um, so I I did have some experience like actually reading on people and people I didn't know all that well. And um, so then I think the transformation really happened when I opened up the shop because I, I knew that I really loved tarot and I wanted to do something with it, but I didn't know what that was. And I wasn't, I wasn't thinking, Oh, I'm going to start a business. Like that was never my thought. The only reason I started the business was because of something else. And then the business actually became like grew on to me, <laughs> you know, I, ah. I, I loved it so much and then it was actually working and then I realized I was good at it. <laughs> and so I just kept um, going with, you know, the flow of what the universe was like handing to me. It seemed like, seemed like. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm interested in that, the float, because we do have, and you probably know this, you probably get a lot of clients that say this, you know, but a lot of times people are opening up or want to open up more to their spiritual gifts or soul gifts, their innate abilities, and and move in that direction of, you know, astrology or reader, Reiki, or so, some type of metaphysical teacher or spiritual teacher or healer. Um, what any advice, since you it sounds like you had this natural transition through your interest, that you, you got more and more interested. Any advice for those people that might be listening? On how to continue moving forward with that journey? Um, I guess what my advice you, would be, it would just be mm-hmm. like being open-minded. I think I'm a very, I'm a naturally open-minded person. So I, um, I don't rule out anything. <laughs> um, and so okay. when I feel like an urge to do something, I will just, I'll just try it. You know, there's, there's no harm in trying things. I think that's the, the uh, trial and error is really what gets people because they're like, well, if I start, like I have to continue and what if it fails? Like you don't have to think so far mm-hmm. ahead. I think really just testing things out small, you know, at first and then get making bigger changes um, is the best way to kind of figure out what you're supposed to do. You don't have to take big mm-hmm. leaps. You can take small journeys and, and learn from them very quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Little journeys, yeah, you don't have to do, because those little journeys eventually lead to leap if you want it to, you know, there's, there's that opening right. if you want to go through it. Um, yeah, great advice, because it's, it's, it's more I'm, manageable than. I opened my shop, and I had zero expectations for it, and I think that was another thing. Um, I just, if it was going to work, it was going to work, and if it didn't, it didn't, and that's fine. Like, <laughs> um, it was just mm-hmm. an experiment, really, and so... Yeah, and I wasn't, I didn't have that many readings available. My prices weren't all that high because I was just experimenting and seeing what would happen. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just a little journey yeah. like that. Now, is when a good you say your shop, tell us, tell us a little bit about your shop, what you're calling this um, shop and how that works. Right. Well, I mean, now I offer tarot readings and birth chart readings and synastry readings and I have a tarot course I have like a lot to offer now but when I first started it was solely tarot readings and um, I did this by opening a shop on etsy.com so that's um, while you can buy most of my things through my website the only the only thing that's not on my website that is also linked from my website um, is the the t- the tarot orders because I just I never if it was working so well on SEI I might as well just keep it there so um, and now I have a bunch of backlinks from other websites to my SE shop so I don't want to close it down um, so so it's on SE can't <laughs> hurt leave it open it can't hurt right to leave it open I would say <laughs> yep oh I'm definitely gonna leave it open <laughs> <laughs> so Maisie um, let me ask you how you use tarot or do you use tarot for yourself in your in your uh everyday life for you i i do use tarot i don't use it as a daily tool um some people this is all um subjective so Mm -hmm. it's really about how it works best for you and i know a lot of people who like pull daily cards or read for themselves or or whatever and i and i encourage that and i think it's totally fair 
Um, I don't pull daily cards, and I try not to read for myself, actually, because I have I have such an overthinking mind that when I try to read for myself, usually I think myself out of the what the cards are clearly saying, you know. I say, okay, and then I move on and I just forget about it because I don't want to think about what they said or whatever. So um, so the way that I use it is I, I is mostly when I'm in a very dire situation, um, something where I have to make a choice or, you know, something that's going to impact my life, like, like breaking up with someone or should I move this place, I'll usually do a card reading for myself and then I'll probably get like one or two readings from other readers um, to see because I, I don't necessarily trust myself, but um, I do trust other readers. I mean, I trust myself to read for others, but when I'm reading for myself, it's a little different um, because you can mm-hmm. so easily, you know, warp whatever they're saying to fit what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So I do, yeah. I do feel that it works for some people to read for themselves um, it, and it doesn't, work for some people to read for themselves also. And I, I think I fall in the latter category. Okay. So uh, do you have a spiritual practice or what do, what do you, I guess a little bit of we want to know what your routine is about to kind of stay connected or tuned in or if that's even relevant to you? I definitely like to use my body and I like to be outside as a spiritual practice. So um, running or hiking or, or walking, going on a walk. Um, I do a daily walk every day. That really helps clear my head. Um, and I do, I will pull tarot, like not tarot cards. I will pull Oracle cards, which I, to me mm-hmm. seem a little simpler than tarot cards. So I know I said I don't pull a daily card, but I do pull Oracle cards for myself mainly because um, their answers are so clear that I can't overthink it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, true, very true. You know, they'll have like three words on, on the card, and that's like exactly what it means. So there's no way to um, have a different interpretation really or, yeah. or have too many ter- interpretations. So that's also very helpful. I, mm-hmm. I use those two things to like clear my head because I have a lot of thoughts cool. happening all at once. <laughs> Mhm, mhm. Yeah, it's so important to have a spiritual practice, um, a way of keeping clear, keeping clear. Um, so, mm-hmm, most definitely. of your clients, what would you say you help them with? What is? Um, do you... Yeah. Well, a lot of clients ask about love naturally, but a lot of clients also ask about what's to come so six months ahead you know what's my life going to look like or a year ahead I have those two spreads available and and people I think people just like to be prepared it's not necessarily about like knowing what's going to happen it's I think they just want to know if there's a blow coming so that they can mentally prepare (laughs) or lessen the blow which I think is um what tarot cards should be used for like they're not used to show you your future. It's to show you what path you're on right now so that you can be, you can mentally prepare yourself or change the outcome if you want. We all have free will. So that's something to, important to remember about um, future, future readings or future spreads. Like you always have control over what happens. And if you're feeling the urge and you choose not to go with that urge, then your life path is going to change. So mm-hmm. um, 
so yeah, people come to me wondering like where, what their path is right now and what's coming. And then they also come to me for love. And then the third one that's most prevalent is probably like life choices. Like, should I quit my job or should I stay? Or should I move to a different state or should I stay here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Two choices. And what, I would say two choices. And do you have a fave, like spread or fave theme or topic for reading that you really Oh my gosh. I could read on love every day, all day. I love love and I just like love helping people with their relationships because they're so complicated. We are all so complicated as individuals. And so it's really hard when you bring two individuals together because you're going to react differently to triggers and they're going to react differently to triggers. And those reactions may be totally foreign to you or you may not understand them. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like a wild ride to like be falling in love and and um, trying to discover who this person is and who you are together. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I really and the cards can reveal so much. Yeah, yeah. It can and reveal so much also about people's temperament, right? Totally, your temperament, but they also reveal um, things about your past too. Like, so yeah. if I talk about your current relationship, I might bring up triggers that you have from your past relationship or your, um, what your, like, what you used to do to find love and how you're approaching that the same or differently this time or maybe even, like, your relationship with your family and how they were really hard on you, so you're really hard on yourself in relationships. It can, it, a number mm-hmm. of things can come up from your past, and I think that's also necessary to talk about because part of our issues with the relationships come from past problems. Yeah. Oh boy. Is that true? Yeah. That mm-hmm. Relating patterns. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tammy, well, thank you. It's so thing. hard. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We've got Tammy in the chat talking about Oracle cards that she loves them also. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. Because you're also getting somebody else's intuition, you're aligning, right, to mm-hmm. someone else's wisdom. In in a relationship? Yeah, just in general, you know, the oracle cards were just because I was just going, cycling back to a comment in the chat. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, it's. I consider cards, oracle cards or tarot cards, their own entity <laughs> like they're not inanimate objects to me um they're responding directly to me they're like their own being you know and if i'm shuffling and a card flies out that's them trying to tell me something so i just yes. i treat them oh, I like they're my friends yeah so um everything they say has flyers. meaning <laughs> i love <Yeah>. flyers <laughs> I think they're like they're really, important. Like when I see right when I see a reader put the flyer back, I'm like, no, 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 that don't interrupt. <laughs> I mean, if you're oh, gonna put it back, right. like at least look at it before you put it back. Yeah, yeah. You need to see like if it reappear. Like I, I've heard some readers say they like flyer cards, but they put them back after they look at them because if they come up in the spread itself, then it, there's like double meaning, and you can understand why it flew out in the first place. 
Um, so I can maybe understand that. But if you're like just putting them back without looking at them, I'm just like, what are you doing? You're missing yeah. some messages. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Like sometimes I have, I've done both. I usually just take them and use them, but I will always say what it is if I put it back because then you're right. A lot of times mm-hmm. that exact card either comes out again or a card that is can be interpreted, you know, similarly or an oracle card that maybe, you know, like mm-hmm. – says the word that is, you know, associated with the card, you know. So definitely, yeah, that spirit's way of tickling us, I think, or our higher selves going, you know, pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's like this game, right? I don't know if you found that as you got more into tarot that life becomes even more magical. You're in the magic and the mystery. You're like this partnership. Yeah. I don't know if you've well, had I that think I just, before. Yeah. I've, I've felt... Once I got the ghost thing, um, I I really tuned into energy and, like, signs and just listening to patterns. And I don't know, everything is connected and you have gut instincts for a reason and you see that thing over and over again for a reason. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. I've seen 11-11 on the clock four days in a row. And not only 11-11, but 1-11, too, four days in a row. And to and today I even saw it twice, which is like almost impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote it, it in the chat. And then uh, and then on my on my phone it's like two minutes later. So I looked down on my phone two minutes later, like just randomly, and I was like, "There's well, then eleven again," you know. And then I got into my car and it was one eleven, and I'm like, "What is happening? Like I must be doing something right." I feel. <laughs> If I'm seeing yeah. that like angel number up here over and over and over again, um, but it's just wild. And those are those yeah. are real things that you have to take into consideration. Like that's saying something. Yeah, and I just typed it in the chat. One uh, eleven said it was one eleven to tune in. You know, those are vibrational tune-ups, tune-ins, and also let mm-hmm. you know you're on the right track or meeting people that are part of your soul uh, soul group. Um, yeah, and of late, we have a lot of signs, it seems, the last week or so, and then the next week. So must be big changes for all of us because we're getting a lot of help from the spirit realm, a lot of, especially through numbers right now. So that's mm-hmm. very cool. That's very cool. That you looked at you looked at the clock. I did too. Someone put it in the chat, then I put it in the chat. I'm like looking at my computer. I'm like, oh, my God, 111. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, it is. It's just, it's just interesting. And then I, now that you've mentioned soul group, I also this is another reason I love reading so much because I feel like people don't necessarily understand how deep like soul connections can go. Um, mm-hmm. So if you are meeting someone and you just like automatically click and you feel like you've known them forever, there's a reason for that. You know, there, there is a reason for that. It's probably because you have known them forever. <laughs> probably because you have known them in another life, you know, and it's just, it's fascinating to me um, when we, you, when you meet those souls that you've met before, it's so prevalent. Like it's, it's, it's hard to ignore and yeah. it's hard to walk away from so true. if you have to, Yeah, but sometimes you have to, and that's like the hardest part. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's so, um, so true. That I mean, we're interconnected, 
spiritually, but it's hard on the physical plane sometimes to have that loss. You know, mm-hmm. I guess that's why the Buddhists say it's the whole idea is to, to, to be bonded but detached, you know, because we are here to bond, which I'm sure you see in a lot of the, you know, tarot relationship readings. I mean, that's the hardest thing when people are bonding and something is moving on or it's not meant to last in a quote-unquote yeah. forever. Yeah, there's something new coming in. It's like our our ego, personality, the human part, like, no, no. I like this as it is. I don't want to make the change, you know. So, yeah, it can Mm -hmm. be very, very difficult. Um, One of the things you talk about that I want to circle back into, because we're talking about, you know, daily practice or how people, you know, incorporating, um, but also self-care, that whole idea of self-development and caring for oneself or maybe even just consciously being on a journey. Um, How does Tarot, or does it? How does it fit into this? Do you, in your, you know, opinion? I, I love this because, I mean, it's just like a creative way to use tarot, and I, I don't know how, um, how much people know about how detailed you can get with your questions, um, but for self care, for instance, you could ask, you know, what should I be doing for self care today, and like take all the queens out. And whatever queen comes up, you'll, you know, will determine what you should be doing that would best, like, fulfill that self-care need, like, that that lack of um, fulfillment, I guess. So if it came up with, like, queen of cups and do something by the water, go to the beach or have a bubble bath, I don't know, or queen of wands is fire and energy and, and physicality and movement. That's, like, go on a workout or, like, go on a hike or have a great workout, you know, sweat. Um, so that's one thing to do for self-care. And then for for self-care regarding, like, self-love instead of care necessarily, but, like, self-love, um, sometimes we need a pick-me-up, you know, and we need someone to tell us how great we are or, you know, remind us of our best qualities. And you can use tarot to do that, too. You can say, um, what is my best quality in a relationship or what is my best quality as a friend? Those are all specific questions that you could be asking, and you can create a spread for yourself that directly answers all of those things, including, like, what color looks best on me, you know. And so whatever card comes up, like, if it's justice, usually that's, like, a black and white kind of look. So you'd say, like, depending on which one you see first, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's both, like, black looks best on me, or, like, maybe I should wear that out tonight, or something like that. Um, So you can really get specific and uh, ask Tarot the things that you want to know or that you'd want hear from someone else Mm, i like that um yeah that can be powerful yeah doing on your own is my senses i I do that a lot even as a reader um with the court cards like what do i need to integrate now or what quality or even in a business meeting you know um it can Mm -hmm. really right help guide you a lot as to or what's the energy of this meeting or this connection um, kind of reinforces that connection to our higher self and our intuitive awareness, our inner knowing by using a tarot. Yeah, and if you're, talking, you know? if you're talking about like journey, I know you mentioned journeys too, or just like, mm-hmm. like a spiritual journey or whatever. Um, you can take all of the major arcanas because I think those are really representative of like, 
journeys and chapters and where you are in your chapter. Um, you can yeah. ask the cards, like, where am I in my, like, love journey, you know? Um, if you're feeling like this is the end of the relationship and you're holding on and maybe you should just break up with this person or, you know, move on um, and let it go, if you ask the cards, they'll let you know whether you should be staying or going, depending on, like, where it falls in that major arcana section. Like, if mm-hmm. it's at the hanged man, maybe it's not totally over yet. You have, like, it's trials and tribulations, but it's supposed to show you something about yourself and you're supposed to learn a lesson and you keep going. But if it's, like, the tower or something, maybe that's just coming to the end of this relationship or, like, judgment. Maybe you need to be really prudent about, you know, uh, about what has happened and move on to the next card, which is the world, and, like, end it. <laughs> so, um, right. so, yeah, you can get you can get details about um, where you are in your chapters of specific parts of your life, such as career or love or spirituality. Mm-hmm. So true, and I agree with you. Those major arcanas are major <laughs> transitions and initiations. Usually we're learning something big, some initiation. It's, it's taking place on the path, you know. If you kind of look at the major mm-hmm. arcanas, like the, the fool's journey, so it can be very powerful and um, not to fight, you know, the initiation. I think, I don't know about you, but I see that in myself over the years of divination. It's like a, a real respect of the cycle and not to fight it. How do I go? How do I align to the cycle? You know, how do I align to what's happening? And I don't know mm-hmm. what your thoughts yeah. are on that. It's it's true. I mean, we're always in cycles, and that's one thing to remember about the major arcana. Like, the world comes up, you know, for your career. Does that mean that your career life is over? No. You know, you still have more chapters yeah. to go, and it's just really about tuning into the waves of the universe. You know, like, where what's my past telling me to do? What's next? Um, and I and I it's, when you said the fool's journey, I kind of um, smiled because. It is the fool's journey, totally, because we start with the fool. But I, I sometimes call it the hero's journey because, yeah, that's another, you know, every yeah. hero in any book or plot or movie always starts as the fool, but they end yeah. as a hero. And like, we end. Like, yeah. You end, mm-hmm. but you also end as, you all, the fool's also at the beginning and the end because after the world or the universe card, you're at a new level. So you're the fool again. Yeah, and you go you back to, to learn, the fool. You know? <laughs> You go back to, I know, so it's like, like you said earlier, these cycles, it's like, oh, once I kind of got the hang of that in life more and more, that, okay, it is these cycles, you know, it's it's just understand the cycle and, you know, help me go through this cycle and, and what am, you know, what am I learning and what am I meant to express more, or am I meant to, you know, usually it's about taking a chance. What helps so me move on stuff. to the next level? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like oh a video game. Gosh. Like we're just going from level to level and it gets harder and harder. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is. Oh, my God. That's and we're like, how do I pass this level? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. You, and sometimes you just know, like, the next level is going to be better. I got to go through this one. I'm just, it's going to be better. Know, the reward gonna, will be better. But it'll also will be harder. Be yeah. <laughs> it'll be harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's actually so funny. funny. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it is funny. But it's so true. That's I know. If people would get in, that's why I think, I mean, there's that thing, games theory. 
that the world is basically mm-hmm. based on that. And when you kind of can align to that, you know, like a video game, I mean, that's why they're popular. People subconsciously are tapping into really what's going on. You know, what, mm-hmm. what, what you got to pass to get to that next level, that um, gateway that you've got to go through. And then it becomes more fun, you know, most of the time, mm-hmm. all the time, but sometimes, sometimes very challenging. <laughs> Well, when you look at it from that perspective, it has to be a little bit more fun from the game perspective (laughs) and from learning something and the reward is always better after, you know, achieving something. Yeah. The next phase is always better, which is true. It is. It's true. It is. And and yeah, if you get through something, there's that, ah, I got through it and it just kind of carries you into the next, all that preparation on the previous cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see now, Maisie. What's the best way? Because we're winding out of time here. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Well, I I always have a chat like on my website, and it's nice to get messages through there. But I will respond very quickly to email, um, which you can find on my okay, website. Cool. But it's a contact at terabymaisie dot com, or through my DMs on Instagram. I'm on Instagram like every day, all the time. So um, it's how I connect okay, with all cool. my followers and for people who are interested in learning about tarot and, and getting readings and, and just have questions about tarot or spirituality or whatever. Um, just give me a DM and I will, I will definitely respond. I love hearing messages from people and, and just and helping others. So I am I'm always Very there. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Well, this was a definitely informative and fun conversation, and I'm glad that you could take the time to be on the program with us. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. It was super fun. Okay. You take good care, Maisie. (laughs) Bye-bye. You too. All right, everyone. That was Maisie Bristol, and you can connect with her at tarotbymaisie.com. Great to connect with all of you. Thank you so much for co-creating this with me. I love you all so much. You're such an inspiration to me. If you want to connect with me further, you can at MentorCam. Ask me anything on the app MentorCam, uh, soulplayground.life, and, of course, connect with me on Instagram and my Soul Awakening YouTube channel. And I will be here next Wednesday. I hope you will as well. Uh, Thank you, everyone, in the chat for your beautiful energy, and thank you, everyone, that's um, called in. And also thank you, everyone, as always, that are listening later in the archives. As always, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.